Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Georgie. Welcome to Dead Dove, a fanfiction podcast. A fanfiction podcast or a podcast about fanfiction? Hmm. Why not both? Okay, we are back. This is episode what is it, five. Five. That's a little milestone for us, isn't it? Look at us. Look at us it's go. Episode five. Um, what are we doing this week? This week, I'm very excited. I know I say every week, I'm very excited. It's almost like you're very excitable. I know you can say, um, but I'm really, really, really excited this week because mm-hmm. I think this week and the episode that we're going to be releasing next after this one, they're two that they're two that I'm holding very dear to my heart. So. It's going to be a wild ride and I can't wait. So today we are talking about AUs or do you know what that stands for? Um, I know because I've read the show notes. Alternate universes. (laughs) Very good. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about all about AUs, what they are, why people read them, what's popular and some some notable mentions, shall we say. Mm. So tell me, what what do you think an AU is? So... I, th- I think I know, but my main kind of query about all this is how it differs from other things in fan fiction, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you'll be impressed that I've learned some lingo here for you. I love this. Um, so, alternate universe, we're, we're looking at a fan fiction with existing characters, possibly that that um, are from one kind of IP, transplanted into an alternate universe to be a different version of themselves, I think that's kind of roughly what it is, and it'll be there or thereabouts. But what I want to know is, how does that differ from things we've mentioned before, such as um, imagines and what ifs? That's a very good question. That is a good question. I thought of it all it by is, myself. I'm, I'm, look at you, learning. Thank you. So, so with things like what ifs and imagines and things of that nature, you could argue that that is a type of AU. Mm-hmm. So one could argue that those kind of, the way those are written could play into an AU scenario, mm-hmm. if you like. So in fan fiction, there's not kind of very hard and fast margins and brackets between what things are. There's a lot of overlap a lot of the time. So I know that we um, kind of spoke about what ifs before, but like you can consider alternative timelines as a type of AU. Mm-hmm. So there's different types that you can have. So an alternate timeline, so you know where the canon diverges at different points, that is a what if, but it's also an alternate timeline AU. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of there's a lot of overlap. If the, the Venn diagram is basically a circle, you know what uh, I mean okay. for some things. I see. So, so are, are the terms interchangeable, or do they? If you see them, will you very distinctly know what each one means? In terms of like AU types, yeah. Or? So if if uh, for instance, let's say to use an example that like I understand, um, let's say we have a story about Han Solo, Chewbacca, and Princess Leia, mm-hmm. but instead of being on uh, in space flying around the Millennium Falcon, they're pirates on a ship, yeah. and Chewie is a, a parrot rather than a, <laughs> than a, a walking carpet. Yeah, is that a what if or is that an AU? That would be an AU. That would be an AU because. A what if would diverge from a point in canon. So a really like common what if is, what if so-and-so didn't die? I see. You know okay. what I mean? What if the the war was won by the other side? What if right. these two didn't get married? That kind of thing. I Okay, right. So instead of like, it's almost like an uh, alternate history rather than alter, the difference between alternate history and alternate universe. So like what if 
you know, the the Allies lost the World War Two. Yeah, exactly. You get this kind of alternate. That's not an alternate universe. That's our universe, but with, with a different history, right? Yeah. So, like a lot of the time for what ifs and stuff, one of the key points of them is that it will diverge from a specific point in canon. Mm-hmm. So the story will follow as it does up until a certain point, and then when <laughs> when a canon event happens, a la Spider Man, what if Uncle Ben didn't die? Okay. So it will take a key point. They never then... would have invented the rice. <laughs> It was not as obvious, but I'm not going to keep it in to shame you and humble you publicly. (laughs) Um, It will diverge from that point. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, cool. So, like for things like fix it, fix as well. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. I know that fix it, fix. Yeah, this is going to be something that I think you. When we started this podcast, I know that you said you had an image or like an idea in your head that fan fiction was something that people would create to kind of stick it to the man the creator mm. and to try and fix problems that they saw in the source yeah with, with, with canon that they didn't agree with yeah. or you know th- things because i don't know discourse is so toxic and online these days mm-hmm. that like you don't have to throw a rock too far over your shoulder to hit someone who doesn't like a certain thing even if they are embedded in a certain fandom mm-hmm. and i think i mean you know i've been proved wrong um it's been said <laughs> i didn't i didn't expect to have my kind of eureka profound realization moment on this podcast whilst Aragorn was four fingers <laughs> deep into Legolas. <laughs> but here but, we are. But what a beautiful time. <laughs> what a, beautiful what time a way to go. To have such a profound realization. Have we not um, all been there? We exactly yeah, I was literally there <laughs> and I was um you know, you cornered me. I uh, had. And the I door had. was the door was locked. Um so I had nowhere to go. But anyway, I digress. Um that's kind of what I thought it would be the people who are because there's a lot of disgruntled people these days online, mm. and the, the, you know, in a world where you know, within five minutes of something come out, you've got like a five-hour you know reaction yeah. video to it. It seemed to me that that was a big part of what people would be interested in doing. I now know that's only maybe part of it, but if there's a word for it, fix it, fick, then exactly, I'd I'd like to know more about it. I'd like to know like how how big a thing is that? Is that a smaller version of an AU? Is it like a, a subset of AU, or is it is it its own thing entirely? So I would consider a fix it fix like a subset of a subset of an AU, if that makes sense. So I wouldn't consider it too different from an alternative timeline, but I feel like it's an alternative timeline with a purpose, with mm. a vendetta. Yeah. So like a really common one that kind of springs to mind for me is there was a lot of fix it fix when spoiler alert Finnick O'Dare dies in the Hunger Games series what did he do again don't do that what did he do is he a f- no I'm thinking of the wrong thing he's not a fish is he <laughs> he wasn't like a man with a trident yeah he was yeah but that, he wasn't a fish <laughs> he, was, he, was, he wasn't was a, fish. a human being I have grossly misread those books yeah he was a human being but why did he have a trident because was he, he like came, a fisherman? Yeah, so he came from a district that specialised in fishing. He wasn't a merman? No. no but I mean, I, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I can, I can right. imagine you could find it. Oh, you can and I have. Um, but no, <laughs> no so a lot of people didn't think that he should have died. Did he die? I don't even remember him. You thought he was a fucking fish 30 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> you're, not cold, you're not a good barometer for the, the history of Finnick yeah, O'Dare. It's just kind of a, a blur, that thing. But anyway, carry on. Sorry, I've yeah, derailed, no, derailed you. Sorry. so fine. Um, so a lot of people didn't think that he should have died in the way that he did or at all. So a lot of people were like, fix it, fix. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where you take a point of what could be considered like a bone of contention in a fandom and then you wreck on it almost. Right, okay. But, but then like, well, where does it end? Like, you know, do the fix it, fix of, of Finnick O'Dare just 
not have him dying and make it through to the end of the story. Therefore, yeah, his, and he his marries life Annie, is, and they have a beautiful life together with their baby in a wonderful kind of like conflict dramaless world yes. where everything nice just happens. Yes. Yeah, okay. So. It's like it's it has its place. People really like them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's like it feeds into what you were saying about comfort couples the other exactly, day, where yeah. like you know the the people write those fanfics about about couples that have never had a moment's peace. Mm. Finnick um, and Annie, yeah, yeah. How far did people go with it? Because like I think I actually said early on, like I mean I'm old enough to remember the initial reaction to the Star Wars prequels. Oh, and, I know, yeah, yeah I and, know, yeah, and you know. It it was not as ugly as it is a lot of discourse about modern Star Wars has been because the internet quite wasn't quite as prevalent. You're right, you know, yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of that discourse was you know between friends down the pub rather yeah. than you know in kind of like uh, angry message boards or something. It would have been like a lot worse had, yeah. and it was pretty bad. It was bad, yeah. Um, it would have been a lot worse. Um, had that been the case, but you know, I have briefly watched a bit of a video on on um on the YouTube, have you heard of the YouTube? Yes. I know her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, where someone had basically done a an alternate Star Wars prequels. But it mm-hmm. was the guy was actually a writer, and he was not like, oh, I can't believe they did this wrong. Yeah. It was kind of like a thought experiment. Yeah, like, yeah. This is this is how I would have done it, mm-hmm. retaining a lot of the same elements, because there's a lot of good stuff in the prequels, as much as it pains me to say. Um, there's good Star Wars in there. It's just not, yeah. They're not very good films, unfortunately. We're not going to have um, this argument again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> this can't be the uh, the Star Wars prequel podcast. Um, <laughs> That's the other one coming yeah. soon. Um, but, like, I... I, I uh, that's an example where the guy didn't go the full way, but like, do people go and write like the full screenplays or like, you know, hundreds of thousands of words worth of literature about a thing that they they were upset that it happened? I mean, probably. It's not something that I've ever really engaged with because I've got no desire to do that. Mm. Like, there's stuff that's happened in. Why do you have no desire to do that? Is it because you, uh, have you been wronged? Have you been wronged oh. by media? Then contact us. <laughs> Fanfic I can't lawyers. believe you look at me and asked if I've been wronged by media. Oh my God. I'm trying to think about what would be the worst offender. It's We're going to come on to it. Okay. It's, it's supernatural for me is the worst offender of all I time. I see. Okay. Um, the Finnick I dare one hurt, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, never really got but, over but that. But do you, do you, like, did it upset you because you just thought that the writer made a bad choice or did you... Uh, well, at what point does that become like, I'm reading a work of literature, the writer made this choice, I liked that character, or I'm gonna now going to invest like, you know, 10,000 words in a merman slash fic? Well, when you wrote it like that, maybe I am interested. <laughs> no, but I think the thing is for me, I'll use Supernatural as an example, because we do come on to this in a second when I'm talking about like reality swap fix. Okay. Because they did one of my favorite reality swap um, moments ever. It was so good. So good. But I think with a lot of stuff like that, when I'm reading an alternative universe, I don't want to read the well actually version of it. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I I like alternative timelines, but I don't engage with them super heavily just because it's not what interests me. Like if it, if that character did die, for example, if a character did something that I felt would be out of their character that the writer made a bad choice, I'll just read around it. Like I would never go and read like a rehash of the Hunger Games series just because I didn't like that Finnick died. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I would just read about that character as opposed to about that piece of media in its entirety. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. I think I'd attach to characters based within the media. I wouldn't go and read, like, a whole redo of it. Just because it's not interesting to me. Some people might. Some people, mm. you know, might in- enjoy that and engage with it. It's R- not for me. Is it was well, a bit like um, I said after the 
the Aragorn Legolas incident that we uh, <laughs> to, I've kind of said that I've realised that the fan fiction is about kind of like uh, it's not so much about fixing things. If you want to fix something, then you can do this. But yeah. also, if you want to just read something else that just kind of like is its own thing that features those characters, exactly. it's just there. And this is why I love AU so much, right? Mm-hmm. So we've gone for like fix it, fix. Um, and I mentioned reality swaps. So this has got like a really long history of reality swaps. So one of my favorites, like I said before, was Supernatural. They have an episode called The French Mistake, which is where... that. It, that's just such a good title. I don't even know what it involves. All of the titles of the episodes are fucking great. The French Mistake sounds like, you know, uh, a subheader in a Wikipedia article that you'd read. <laughs> yeah, 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 like a political scandal. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what happens in that episode is Sam and Dean accidentally do something. Brothers, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Only brothers. Only brothers. We're we not Winces chippers in this we house. Are, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again just to be clear. I think incest is wrong. Thank still. You still, 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 still. Two episodes later, I yeah. still think it's wrong. <laughs> we need to keep checking in on that. Yeah. Because... Or put like a calendar reminder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they do some kind of ritual on a film set that takes them into, in inverted commas, the real world. So they meet Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki and everyone thinks that they are Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, the actors. So they're basically playing Sam and Dean Winchester who have entered an alternate reality where they are the actors that play them and they're trying to navigate this world where they're on a film set mm. their car is a fake car Cass isn't Cass he's Misha Collins so they've basically crossed over from the world that Supernatural happens in to mm. our world in inverted commas where they are Jensen and Jared and not Sam and Dean can I say something important yes I don't know what Supernatural is about I know <laughs> uh, brothers demons angels are they demons and angels? Or are they well, hunting them? Or are they trying I, to find them? Are they friends I, with them? I could not say because I. it's been out since 2005. They're brothers. They hunt monsters. They hunt demons, I it see. turns out. Then it turns out that they are actually the true vessels for Lucifer and Michael. Who's Michael? The angel. The angel Michael? The John Travolta. What? The film John Travolta, he plays, uh, it's oh, called maybe. Michael. He plays an angel. Yeah, possibly. I didn't know that was a documentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> must yeah. it must have been yeah. is that a real oh now I'm now starting to feel Michael. I see I, I didn't get that joke I thought it was just some guy called Michael no the Archangel Michael oh so they have to become like they're their true vessels so they have to like reenact the apocalypse then it goes off on a bajillion tangents but that's the crux of it right okay thank you for clearing that up now a crossover where they go into the real world that's now cross- makes like that's not a crossover it's not a crossover no that's a reality swap a crossover Ooh. would be something like um Star Wars, Star Trek characters meet. They don't know. No, but... But if they did... But yeah, that's why it's called an alternative universe, babe. Oh, I see. So that would be like Han Solo and Spock do something together. That's betraying my complete lack of Star Trek knowledge there. Sorry. Those are are people from Star Trek and Star Wars. Look at me go. Yeah, you got it. Um, Frankenstein and Dracula? No, that's the same universe, isn't it? No. Why would it be the same universe? Because they're they're both from the same cinematic universe, I guess. in a way, yeah. In a, but like reality swap, there's one that was Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper. Because one of those is real, and the other one, yeah, is Sherlock Holmes. They both. <laughs> I was going to do the obvious joke uh, there. Um, yeah, so that's like a reality swap versus a crossover. So a reality swap is when the characters are in a different reality, a la Sam and Dean in the French Mistake. Okay. 
but a crossover is like two and two, three, four, however many fandoms intersect and interact with each other. Now, is that quite popular? Because I imagine it can that, be. Yeah, yeah. I imagine yeah. that is because that's the ultimate expression of I'm going to mash all my toys together and kind of yeah. make them play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, there's a lot of um, a lot of crossover in a lot of different fandoms, and that that is quite popular. And that's the only the only time I ever see that crossover in like official canon is you get like. There's been in the past like DC Marvel comic yeah. books and video games. You get well, those Capcom exactly fighting it. games, yeah. don't you? Where like, they all fight like each Kingdom other. Kingdom Hearts fanfic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is another one. Yeah, 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 I yeah, guess, yeah. yeah. So that's another one. One that I think is really, really fun as mm. well is predictive fiction. So predictive fiction is like filling in a gap before it's a gap. So for example, let's right. take the Hunger Games again, right? Okay. After the first book came out. When he's just a little tadpole. That's... And it <laughs> That's tadpoles don't turn into fish. They turn into frogs. <laughs> what a French mistake that is. Hey. Hey. I can't believe I said tadpole. What's a baby fish called? A baby fish. fish. Like a little baby fish turns into a... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Note to our editor. Cut this out. No, no. no. I am the editor. <laughs> Keep this in. Okay, so... Right. So before... You, you'd give the example because I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. I have no idea. Tadpoles everywhere. Tadpoles fish. So essentially... <laughs> So essentially, after the first Hunger Games book came out, mm-hmm. the Hunger Games, right? The Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people wrote fan fiction that would follow on from that book. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Then, second book in the series came out. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that second book, official book written by the author, followed that first book. As a result of that book coming out, the fan fiction that was made after the first book came out, before the second one came out, mm-hmm. is now technically an alternative universe. Oh, because it diverges from where the story actually went in, exactly. in canon. Yeah. yeah. Which I just think is like a fun little a fun little thing. I like how it becomes an AU. It doesn't mm. start as one, but it becomes... I think that's just so it's cool. almost like a kind of like, here's where we think it might go. Yeah. And then, you know, being proved right or wrong either yeah. way. Yeah, and in, in in so doing, it becomes an AU. Which yeah, quite and then, yeah, just, it doesn't uh, invalidate it. It becomes its own thing. Precisely. Mm. And then you've got like... So there's a difference between different settings, I think. Um, and like there's official ones that are created by um, like writers and stuff sometimes too. So I'll use, I'll use an example from my wheelhouse. As an anime enjoyer. Um, <laughs> noted anime enjoyer. No, noted anime yeah. enjoyer. Um, there's, so Attack on Titan is my favorite anime. Mm-hmm. Um, if you call me basic, get out of town get in the sea don't even um, know what it is cool that's no that's not cool it's actually quite terrible we'll mm. change that but there is a whole series a manga series written by you know all the creative team that are on board with like attack on titan and it's called attack on titan junior high mm-hmm. and it's just like them as little kids in junior high and it's written by the creators so they're creating their own alternative universe <laughs> because let's put it this way the universe they live in does not lend itself to a cutesy junior high setting you know what I mean? Oh, I see. So, like, it's it's set in a world where they're like there wouldn't be a high school, as it were. This I mean, is... they would be, but no one's happy there. Everyone's oh, I sad, see, I see, and I everyone's see. about to die. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. So they put them in like a cute little daycare moment, right? Which is not in any way compatible with the universe that they actually exist in. So, how do the creators think about it? Is it is something kind of off to the side and separate, or yeah. is, it, is it intended to be part of that story? So it's it's like a separate thing. So it's okay. like these are the characters you love doing something else, which is what I love about AU's. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously these official ones. And it exists in multiple other things as well. Um, it's quite popular in the anime community. Actually, there's a lot of stuff like that that has been done officially as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but different setting AUs and stuff like that, like that, that's 
that's where that's your jam that's me mm-hmm. give me a coffee shop au give me a college au they're my two favorites why Probably without, without wanting this to turn <laughs> into a like a psychoanalytic uh, podcast because i spend a lot of time in coffee shops and because of spending a lot of time in education Mm. So but when f- the, the college AUs are they specifically oh, like um, American college? American. Like this uni- is what I'm yeah, getting yeah, at. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a quad and some kids playing yeah. frisbee. It's not yeah, like always. A grim like Northern Poly. <laughs> no, it's not like me being at my fucking college and going and getting like a pasta king at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like half a pint of water and two pieces of penne. Like that's yeah. not that. That's a very specific. No, it's very much like oh he's on the football team and there's a quad. He's and- got a Letterman jacket. Oh on. yeah, there's a Letterman jacket always. Who are you in this? Are you working in the coffee shop? Well, no. See, well, it depends. Okay. It could be anybody you want. The characters can be anyone they want. Sometimes they're they're the barista. Sometimes they're the customer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the two people who work there fall in love because they both work there. You know, it could be anything. Is the coffee shop AU a popular trope? Very. Is it? Yeah. Coffee shop and college are actually two probably of the most popular ones. Why because is that? Because they're familiar enough to be relatable to everybody. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. people have been to some kind of educational setting that resembles a college. Or that, I mean, you were talking about it being the American version or our idealized version. Of I mean, American, hello media, right? Yeah, it's just there, isn't it? Like that's the, that's exactly. what we recognize. Even the, the guys playing hacky sack on the quad. I made yeah. a joke about it, but you know, that's it's, that's, yeah. that's the the version of it we're presented. Mm. It's familiar. It's not unattainable, and I think a lot of the time, you know. I'm I'm dragging myself here too, teammates. The characters that I love are not in worlds that are realistic. They're these worlds that don't exist in the imagination or the reality we're in now. So mm-hmm. having them transported into something more tangible and more understandable and more relatable, it's just quite it's quite a nice thing. So you t- you're taking the 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 fantastical and and making it uh, so real that you could. Imagine yourself in that situation. Precisely. And it's not just like yourself, obviously, because we're going to come on to like read it insert and YN and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, another time, a.k.a. next episode. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But with stuff like coffee shop AUs, for example, just because they're the two that we're kind of referencing now, it's that idea of proximity and relatability mm. of having these characters that you love being in a situation whereby you could reasonably interact with them or mm. they could reasonably be interactable with, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and do you think it says something about how people view people who work in coffee shops? And it's like, everything's romanticized. Yeah. But like, 100%. Because, you know, I'm, you know, without, this is an assumption, you know, my assumptions are always good, mm. uh, especially when it comes to fan fiction. I dare say that there's a lot more coffee shop AU than there is like, Oh, two people working in like the administrative department of like oh, no. a large conglomerate. Because I've read a really good one about people working in administrative departments of large conglomerates. Oh God, no. Oh yeah, because it's like a boss worker type. Thing. Oh, I see, I see. Like but an intern like, thing, or like. But a... in terms of like, you know, you work in a coffee shop. There's this kind of meet cute cliche of like, yeah. you know, oh, he's written my name on the cup, and you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You steal a glance across the, the, uh, the machine. So you're as getting he's, it. You're as getting he's it. tamping down the coffee grounds. I think um, it also is a little bit difficult for both of us because we've both spent a lot of our time working in coffee yeah. shops and we know how absolutely hellish it can be. Yeah. <laughs> if someone was looking at me, I would just be like, stop fucking looking at me, yeah, man. Yeah, literally. That's like, just leave Order your fucking drink. <laughs> yeah, you just put, I mean? I'm going to spit in this if you weren't watching. Hot? No. Okay. Not in, a, not in a hot way. Is there a hot way to spit in someone's drink? I don't think there is, George. Mm. If by drink, you mean <laughs> mouth. No, sorry, anyway. <laughs> Any questions? 
I mean, <laughs> not about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, coffee shop AUs. Other, give me some other uh, popular examples that aren't coffee shop and college that are like that keep cropping up. Um, so there's a lot of like businessy ones mm-hmm. that people like as well. So like, which leads me on to a question. Oh, go on. I'm just gonna jump straight in. Get it. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey mm-hmm. is an AU for Twilight. I've taught you so much already. Yeah. So so when I first learned that like years ago. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, they just filed the serial numbers off of a Twilight fanfic. Yeah. And when I say filed the serial numbers off, what I mean is took the vampires out of it, took the Draculas out and made this. Yeah. But did they actually just take those characters and instead of making them uh, werewolves and, and, and vampires, make them business people? Essentially, yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. Okay. Precisely. So, I mean, to make the film, literally all they did was change the names. We're going to come on to real people fic as well soon. But so there's the movie after that's basically a Harry Styles fic as well, but like an alternative universe Harry Styles fic. I see. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Other AUs, as I say, there's a lot of like, um, d- not domestic, but like businessy industry boss co workers, interny type ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, ancient Greek AUs, quite fun togas yeah man and making them like gods of stuff that's really really fun okay um, high school prison high school prison or no, high, high school, school comma, comma prison. prison okay wild west is always a winner for me as well i oh, see my yeah, yeah god yeah put okay. any of them in a cowboy hat and i'm there right um but it can literally it can literally be anything name a place right now Swindon. No fucking hell that would be the worst <laughs> thing what, what, like, uh, like a like a um like a location or like it's yeah a library Oh, you know. They reach you... for the same book. Yeah. They reach for the same book. Yeah. There's only one bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I think I've written that. Callback. Yeah. There's like I'd so. Like, Why is there a bed in the library? And they're like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. There's only one. Don't worry about there's it. A... There's only one. <laughs> there's two of us. There's one bed. And I'll be like, can I take this book out? And they'll be like, but the one bed thing. And I'll be like, I just came in for the book. I, that's please. Okay. There's no RFID tag. <laughs> Get in the bed. <laughs> This is a librarian humor system. <laughs> that's funny to us because we work in we a library. Like a library yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a big one. Mm. Um, so basically, if I can imagine, boarding school is a big one as well. Do you find that strange? Like, because you speak to someone who's been to boarding school, and you're like, I don't want to ever go to boarding school. Yeah, I. Like, and you'd be like, it's sorry, just... my parents love me enough to keep me around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like it doesn't sound like, and everyone who's ever been there is just like, oh, they're awful people or they had an awful experience. Yeah, it sounds like horrendous. I think it's really unfair on kids to do that. Whereas like college is like this place where you go exactly. and you know, it's this kind of freedom. You like you're away from your parents. This is just well, I don't know whether the Harry Potter thing comes into it. Mm, I wonder maybe. whether Harry Potter made people think that boarding school was fun. I think it made Americans think that British people act like that way. Yeah, because <laughs> in, in, in a lot of countries, other countries, boarding school is treated very differently. It's like, like boarding school, yeah, Like yeah, a yeah. punishment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but you can do anything like that, literally any place. Okay. You can do that. But then you can also do, you know how we talked about um, like reality swaps and stuff? Mm-hmm. You can do like, you can put the characters into the Hunger Games. Yep. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like if I wanted to put the X-Men into the Hunger Games. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. And I think, because I know that we've been talking for quite a while about all the different kinds of AUs. Mm-hmm. I keep I keep teasing you guys about bringing it up. We keep pussyfooting around it, don't we? We beat around the bush. Edging you with this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to mention it. And I think probably 
we will do an entire episode on this at some point because there is enough to do an entire episode on this. Okay. But I don't think I could talk about AUs without talking about the Omegaverse. Which is something you've mentioned maybe three or four times cryptically during yes. our episodes. And I've asked what the they are and you wouldn't tell me for this purpose that you would like tell me right now yes. and i genuinely have no idea what can it is. you because you said to me before we started recording that you had like a couple of ideas of what it is but quote i don't think it can be that because that's really boring so can you tell me what you think it might be i mean the only thing that i thought they could be is like omega is like a, is a greek letter right yes and that like some people think of themselves as alphas and like is omega some weird kind of thing attached to that oh my god it actually is is it, <laughs> is it? so the omega verse is sometimes called yeah, what letter is omega oh oh that's quite far away from a so the it's sometimes called abo so ABO. alpha beta omega i see right and it's a it's originally slash fiction fiction mm -hmm. normally um always erotic mostly slash and it's basically the concept that within the human race, this hierarchy of like dominance exists, oh. right? So the human race is divided into alphas, mm -hmm. who are obviously the dominant ones, betas or betas, which are obviously you know neutral, whatever, and then omegas are the submissive ones, right? And that hierarchy kind of dictates how people interact. And there are specific rules on like if you're an alpha, do you have it's it's like it operates very heavily within a binary, right? Okay. So like an alpha has to have male genitals but can't have a uterus. And if they're a female, they can have male genitals if they want to, but they have to have a uterus. There's like a whole reproductive system table that you can look at on Wikipedia that has ticks and crosses. What is this a fan fiction of? It's not a fan fiction. So oh, it's, it's its own So thing. it's an AU and you can put characters into it. Oh, so for example, okay. Han and Leia, we'll use Han and Leia as an example. So either one of them will be the alpha, one will be the omega or a beta. And it's basically, it has, it's quite specific like rules it has to operate within. And it basically, so you get there. I'll, you know what? I'm going to read the Wikipedia page to you so I don't miss anything. Just so you don't think that our, our research isn't shallow. We've got the Wikipedia article. <laughs> hey, I've, I've suffered through this. So I, I've done my fucking time, okay? So its main peculiarity is that characters have two genders. A main one, male or female, decided by their external sexual organs and a secondary one that manifests during puberty, determined by their internal reproductive system. It's usually chosen from one of the following, each of which also corresponds to some distinctive character traits. So alpha, socially dominant, physically built, short-tempered, natural leader. Beta, depending on the story, they're a regular human being will have a mix of alpha and omega traits, all their own unique traits. And omega, submissive and gentle, calm and a peacemaker. And then I'm just going to hand Matt the table so he can look at the... Uh... My God, there's a table. So it, it, there's a kind of like two axes. <laughs> One is... Greek uh, letters of the alphabet. The others are genitals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I see, I see. So the Omega verse is an AU. So it basically is that skeleton of how you can, you can apply your characters to that framework, if that makes sense. So if you had, as I say, Hannah and Leia, you mm -hmm. can write a Hannah and Leia fan fiction. Well, it should be Slash, really. Let's go Hannah and Lando Calrissian. Oh, yeah. um, and you would put that, into the Omegaverse. And you would write a fan fiction of those characters within the framework of the Omegaverse. 
So it's it's that's more... a very as I say we'll do a full episode. That's a very brief. So one I time. think where what I assumed the Omega Verse was was a universe with like locations and places and lore, whereas actually it's a it's basically a a kind of like a framework with to in which you explore relationships in a very very specific way. Yeah, like it's it's some people consider it like its own genre entirely. I oh, I see. Yeah, so. But it exists in fan fiction circles because I guess people people put original stuff in there or they just put just fan stuff in there? Um, yeah, I mean, people probably do put original stuff in there. Yeah, but I know that... The thing is, I don't know... I'm, I'll am i speak from my circles. It's reviled. Like, <laughs> is it? It's, okay. I know one like... I think everyone's got a really upsetting story like of when you start reading something and you get really really engrossed and realize that it's an omega verse fic and you're like oh fuck like at what, what at what point does that happen like probably it... when i i've done a few and it's like the omega energy in his i'm like no go exit out of this and it will be like the hints will be dropped and it's not been tagged properly or people have read something and just been irrevocably scarred from <laughs> it some people love it get it like get get your jollies but like yeah that's briefly what the Omega Verse is. Right. And we will go... I, I do think there is probably scope to go in there. There's so much history. There's so much lore. There's mm-hmm. so much... There's so much to explore. And I, I... You will feel filthy afterwards. Not in a good way. Oh, God. So I think we might do a whole episode on it. I feel like in the interest of science, it's something for I to learn. Do. Yeah, yeah, for to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of AUs, have, have you got any questions, Matt? Do you get it? You know, do I, you I, get I it? do, yeah. Like, I think, um, I think it's good that I now understand that there are like kind of blurred lines between the the what ifs, the the imagines, and and the other bits, and they they aren't all quite as clearly as defined as I thought they were, and that's good to know. Um, but I think that there's only one real way that I'm gonna learn properly, and that's to read some. I'm so, so um, um, I think that in a future episode where I am required upon to read mm-hmm. more filth. Um, or more, you know, it might not be filth. It might be very pleasant, but I mean, you, you've got you've got a, you've got a, a mischievous glint in your eye. Would um, I? Um, that I think I would like to explore some fan fiction in alternate universes because I want to see just how it, what it adds. Basically, that's what I'm yeah. interested in. What does it add? Because my thing about it was, okay, I'll keep banging on this example. Let's have Han and Leia. One of them works in a coffee shop as a barista. That's kind of they're not Han Solo. Han would absolutely be the barista, and Leia would be the customer. I think. Yeah, but like. You like he is an outer rim smuggler, like who isn't afraid to like shoot someone in the face. So What's is that he your doing? issue? Making a flat white. Yeah, but okay. So here we go. Perfect. I'm glad you said my chair's really creaky because I leant forward with such such aggression. Then, so I love Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. which will be a shock to all of you listeners, I'm sure. So are we going to come across though, two people who you just like Attack on Titan, and I just like Hanzo and Princess Leia for some reason? Yeah, <laughs> the way the example yeah. I pick, I'm just like, fuck it, they're my mum and dad. I, I, oh, <laughs> that, wait, that means you're out of driver. I don't want to deal with that right now. Um, that's not. Mm. Anyway, got it. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. Um, so my favorite character is Levi Ackerman, mm-hmm. aka Humanity's Strongest Soldier. AKA the best humanity's fight. strongest soldier. That's what he's called. Is it? Don't that's don't because so he's the best thing that's he's ever happened so to me. He's so strong. He is. He's the best of us. Don't mm-hmm. uh, sorry. No. No. I'm not, not mocking you. Now is not the time for this, All is right, it? Okay. We're on a we're on a we're on a, <laughs> we're on a deadline, man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he is humanity's strongest soldier. So mm. suck it. And 
he's the best and I love him mm-hmm. and I'd do anything for him but like he often is put as like the arsy cold sullen barista right and it's so good and his soldiering is not in any way no like brought into it no so the thing is in an AU if he's the barista mm-hmm. and he's this person who like you say is like battle scarred and who has been through all this horrible stuff he's got all the burns from the, the steam wand we've all perhaps. been there yeah but the, I think this is the biggest stumbling block for you. A character being put into a different situation, they're still the same character. Mm-hmm. So like Han Solo is not just Han Solo because he is a smuggler. He is Han Solo because he is witty mm-hmm. and quippy yep. and has absolute incredible risk. He's just got a different job. Yeah, literally. In a different universe. Exactly. But like my my point is is that, that how much of, of what Han Solo does in Star Wars makes him Han Solo therefore how much is left over to say it's Han Solo and it's not just some cocky barista. So I think you're being too analytical about this. Am I being, is it, is it not that deep? I really, my favorite phrase, I don't think it is that deep. Oh, okay. Because it literally is a case of like, I love this character. I love everything they stand for. I love how they act. I love how they look. I love how they behave. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put them in a different setting. I see. So it doesn't need to be, so like often, Again, I'll use Levi as an example. My baby's been through it, right? <laughs> Everyone he loves He's is... the toughest soldier. Everyone he loves is dead, for oh, real, no. right? Okay, so you should feel bad for being I do feel there. bad. Um, but then they will bring probably some element of trauma into mm-hmm. his backstory, and they'll bring in characters from the past to be like, oh, this person hurt me. You know what I mean? And they'll bring it in, just in a different setting. Oh, uh, okay. So it's not going to be completely divorced of it. It can be, but it doesn't have to be Yeah, I mean, that, I think it. that was my, my only stumbling block, is like how... At what point is is it still the ship of Theseus slash sugar babe slash triggers broom? <laughs> yes, that's yeah. what I mean. But yeah. you know, I think I mean you, you're just gonna have to make me read some. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, and we, we've we've got an opportunity later on in the season spoilers to like do that, and we will. We will. We absolutely will. Um, but not now because I feel like we've covered it, and I do get it. I do get it. I promise. This you, do you promise? Yeah, do you yeah, get yeah. it? And this has been one of the most um, informative learning episodes for me because I was like, I really want to know what that is. Yeah. And I feel like you've done an excellent job of telling me. You're really good. It's like you're almost like an expert on this kind of stuff. I mean, I've done my time. I've done many a degree. You in served my your life. time in high school prison. Li- no, <laughs> <laughs> I've done like two degrees and I've still spent more time reading fan fiction than anything I needed to do for any of my degrees. And you did write in those degrees, I believe. Apparently, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I get it. You get it? I get it. Um, that's it for this week. Matt gets it. I get it. Um, I think. We are proud to say we are on both Spotify and Apple Music. We don't like to brag, but uh, we not, it's Apple Podcasts, isn't it? That's what it's called. I think it's called that. Oh, anyway, it's on Apple. And once again, this outro is so polished and refined. Is this the outro? My yeah. God. Um, follow us. Like us. Subscribe. What else is there? Review? Can you review? I think so. Leave a review. Five stars, please. If it's not that, we don't want it. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back next time when we, we are doing what? We're going to be talking about YN or ah. self-insert fan ah. fiction. It's divisive in the community, folks. It's divisive. And I am here to come out to bat and defend your name, fan fiction. Okay. I can't wait. I'm going to get lambasted, but it's going to be worth it. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,